Welcome to the Joy-Fueled Motherhood Podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Andrea. And we're your hosts. We're just two moms having candid conversations about motherhood and choosing to find the joy and fun in it all. We believe that being a mother is your greatest role. We want to help you be content and confident as a mother. Motherhood is under attack. Today's world is pulling us away from all that motherhood has in store for us and normalizing being discontent, disconnected, and deceived as a mom. We believe finding the joy is what makes it fun and the only way is through Christ and His Word. We want to inspire you and equip you through these conversations to walk daily and seek Him out to find the joy that is waiting for you. Welcome ladies to Joyfield Motherhood. We are excited you're here and we have an exciting podcast right now because we, we are going to talk about some actual practical tips and routines to put into place to help you create your Joyfield day with your kids. And we're just going to be talking from experience here. Um, so we're going to we're going to dive in. Yes. Yep. I think too I want to say real quick that we talked about doing this episode because We feel like, obviously, um, in terms of scripture, like being a joy-filled mom, you have to have the Lord. The Lord can make you more joy-filled, spending more time with him, all of those things. But practically, if you're still on that journey of growing with the Lord. Which we all are. We all are, right. Absolutely. It's going to look different. So I feel like I've just heard people say, well, that's great, but what do you do when you're overwhelmed by all the things? Or Mm -hmm. what do you do if... You know, you're a single parent or your husband's working all the time. Like, there's realistic things going on, you know, or you're just so many factors that can steal your joy. And so I think we wanted to talk about actual things that can steal your joy in your home for your day. And then setting up systems to help combat some of that. So you can have a more joy-filled day. Yes, and we because we can talk about, you know, like you're saying, the the Lord can help us in many ways. Right. Let's talk about the practical things because the dishes still need to be done. Yes. Like all the laundry the... needs to get folded. Yeah. You, you still have to run your kids to activities if you choose to do that. Like there's so many. And that's what we want to talk about. Yes. And I just want to say real quick, honestly, for me, this episode idea came about because I, <laughs> I sent Brooke and Marco to say, hey, great podcast idea. I, it was like four o'clock and of course I will talk about the system, but I thrive with having meal plans done. And that week, particular week, I didn't have my meal plans done and it was like four o'clock and I had to like quickly run out the door to our local grocery store to grab, you know, my groceries quickly to come home and make dinner. And it just created just a mess. Yeah. And I, I was thinking this is something where when my system, when I didn't, you know, get done what I needed to do or I didn't follow my system, quote unquote, you know, things kind of crumble and fall apart and I mother with less joy. So, right. You, you start to become frustrated. I mean, and it starts to show and then your kids will pick up on that and then it shifts everything in the house. Yes. We don't want to be walking around resenting our kids because we didn't plan. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. And again, we'll always point you to the Lord. Like, obviously, we can still ask the Lord to help us in those moments and those situations. But Mm -hmm. I think it's important to talk through some practical systems that you can have in place to help make your days go a little bit easier. (laughs) That's right. Well, and like for my example, too, like when think about when those days are not good days. And I think about our laundry. I have 
I have four boys. Mm. One of them is self-sufficient enough. Jordan, our 18-year-old, he can do his laundry himself. But we still have, I'm, I'm sure you can relate. You have piles and piles of laundry. And if we're trying to get out the door and I didn't pick the boys' clothes out and I maybe I had a load of laundry in the dryer still, well, then I'm shuffling through all three boys' clothes trying to find a sock to match the <laughs> other sock. Like, you know, it just becomes this chaos yep. in the middle of trying to get out the door or trying, you know, to get us either somewhere or get us, like, into our routine for the day. Right. Whether we're leaving or not, it right. just becomes this chaos. So having that structure we all fail at it but every day we know the things that work and we hope that you glean some insight from our our days to implement into yours right and I think it's important to note too like this is going to depend on your personalities in your home your family unit structure if you're working not working or um, your season of motherhood which our first three episodes um, were on the seasons of motherhood so just keep that all in mind with these practical systems that we talk about. We're going to share some that work for us and our families. We just want to help prevent sort of that frustration at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're resentful of your day. You feel like you failed Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, you had multiple blowups because, again, you didn't have dinner planned. And so you're scrambling to get groceries. Or I know, like, in our home, sometimes if I don't have dinner planned, I'll text my husband. Like, hey, can you stop at the grocery store on the way home to grab, you know, X, Y, Z, but then he gets home a little bit later than dinner. You miss that time. Right, you him. miss that yeah. time. And then dinner gets made later. So then we're eating later and it just affects the whole day. Yes. I think sometimes we can like see our children as a burden in that as well. You know, like with the complaining, griping. We vent to our husbands when we get home. <laughs> guilty. Yes. Totally yes. guilty. And remember, we've talked about this before. We as mothers and wives set the temperature in our home. Yes. What husband wants to walk into the home Mm -hmm. and here we are just complaining. And I've had to check myself because it was like, we actually had a great day, but why am I all of a sudden just venting to my husband right now? Oh, that's so true. I do that all the time. (laughs) I do. I shouldn't say all the time, but I do that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, then it builds and builds. And I've done this before where you're passively, aggressively cleaning up or cooking (laughs) or it comes out onto our husbands, onto our children. And or the, those backhanded comments, yeah, you know, we make to our kids or our husband, and then you regret it afterwards. Yes. You're like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, or why was I so frustrated because I didn't have dinner ready, or whatever those little things are. We just want you to set yourself up for success, right? And I think when we don't follow systems put in place, you know, life happens and mm-hmm. it can throw us all off. And that's what creates chaos and messes. And none of us thrive in that. I mean, truly. I mean, if you're someone, I guess if you're someone who thrives in chaos, good for you. I mean, I'm sure we all can, but it's just not good for us. And our kids for sure cannot Mm -hmm. function in a constant state of chaos. Right. And that's where there's, when there's no peace, there's no joy. Mm -hmm. Like you can't have both of them at the same time. I mean, maybe for a short stint, but you know what? Like thinking about the body too, God didn't made us to to live in this stress all the time. Right. Our bodies were not. That's actually really bad and unhealthy for our bodies. If you want to look at it that way too, yeah. and especially for our kids too, if they don't have that place of peace and rest, 
they're they're gonna be restless and I will say as they get older they'll probably want to not be at home and who wants that they're gonna want to leave and not be there because they can't find that peace that they're actually lying for but they might not say mom I I can't stay here because I want peace they're just like peace out like we're leaving well we talked about that last week a little bit is like what do we want our children's testimony to be what do we want them to say about us Mm. when they're out of the house someday Yes. And if they remember us as just being a hot mess, and again, this is just in terms of like your systems and, you know, things, you know, I know we've been talking about not cooking dinner a lot or not having that prepared. I probably keep talking about that because that's one of my shortcomings, (laughs) (laughs) but all kinds of things, you know, think about like a practical example would be like when maybe like you mentioned the laundry, but like at the end of the day, husband's coming home, the house is a bomb. There's no clear communication about who needs to clean up what. We'll probably talk about this, having kids do chores. Everybody pitches in. Something that we've implemented as a family that I'll share later. You know, and then you're you're freaking out, running around, screaming at everybody to clean up. You're stressed. And then, again, like you said, that creates, that takes away from the peace in the home. And then your kids begin to resent that as well. That's right. And if we look to scripture for this, too, God is a God of order mm-hmm. and peace. Yes. And we can find that in 1 Corinthians 14, 33. It says, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. And if we think about that, when we lean on him and we lean on him for our joy, we also lean on him for the fullness that he is and, and what he brings. And he brings that peace to us. So if we ask for it and we can't just like, well, the laundry will just fold itself. <laughs> yeah. Like we can't just pray about the laundry folding itself or I mean, whatever that'd be great, it is. But... <laughs> or dinner being cooked, you know, right? Miraculous miracles <laughs> happening in our home. Hey, that would be amazing. Right? Well, yeah. And I think it goes to show like if we are seeking the Lord's will for our life, if we are looking to like what God says about how we should live. This isn't like a legalistic thing where it's like you have to do all these things well and correctly. You know what I mean? Mm, It's more like, and then God will be proud of you or God, you know, God will be like, you're doing it right. It's more like the more we strive to be like him, you know, the more we want to have a peace filled, joy filled home. That's right. The more we want to do things in order because again he's not a god of disorder you know so mm-hmm. like for me i think about colossians three twenty three. that one says whatever you do work heartily as for the lord and not for men mm-hmm. and like i shared last week i'm home now full time and so i've tried to think of me being home as a job and you don't have to do that of course because it, i don't want to some people might re, you know relate job to a burden or something but for me it helps because i think I'm working for the Lord, right? And whatever I'm doing. And even in those mundane tasks, um, you know, the constant diaper changes, you know, it's like the same things over and over every day. Mm -hmm. And it can get repetitive. And sometimes it can seem like, is this it for me? But I just like to think of it like, you know what? This is my job. How would I show up to my job? That's right. Well, I couldn't just have disorder and chaos in my job, right? Like I'd have to follow systems. You'd probably get fired. Right, exactly. (laughs) So I feel like when we're home with the kids, you know, for me, I need to be running my house like a job. You know, what works for our family and what works well to to eliminate some of that chaos to create more peace and joy throughout the day. And so that I feel like for me, when we like stewarding well what God has given me. Well, what has God given me right now in my season? He's giving me my family, my children and my husband. Mm-hmm. I want to serve them well. And I'm only at that place of wanting to be a complete servant to my family because of where I'm at on my faith walk. 
That's right. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like that's a whole thing too, where you have to rip off your layers uh-huh. to like, we've talked about die to yourself mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I want to serve my family and I want to serve them well. Yes. This reminded me just now of one of our convictions that we have in my husband and I's business mm. and it's the Colossians 3.23. We talk about that even in our business and how we work in our business, but like you're relating this back to this. And the word we have with it is purpose-driven. I love that. So our team, or you could replace it with our family, are all motivated by something bigger than themselves. We strive to live out the Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, do it with all your heart and work with all your heart. And like you're saying, like that can come into the home and I think it can go both ways just thinking about as being purpose driven as a family and specifically as mothers and being like this is my purpose like god has called you to this and that should be your drive and kind of relating that to work quote unquote but not right when i think god created us to you know innately to want to do work to do good work i mean i pulled out genesis 2 15 here and it says the lord god took the man and put him in the garden of eden to work it and keep it and so i feel like i mean look at we could we could do the whole proverbs 31 yes. you know verse that whole thing that talks about a wife of noble character and all the qualities that you know she, she is and the more we become like christ the more orderly our lives will be because he's a god of order And so I think obviously, you know, in terms of how to spending time in the word is the first thing. And And we'll, we always talk about that repetitive. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And, you know, also with that filling our minds with good and beautiful things and not, I'm not talking about Instagram. (laughs) I'm not talking about the unattainable or the things that we long for that really aren't in line with what God has for us. And making sure that when we are spending time in the word, that we are filling ourselves with good things mm. and beautiful things, such as sitting in your, your living room or sitting in the kitchen right now. If like you're listening to this wherever you are in your home, looking and just thanking God for yes. what you already have and what you get to steward and yep. what you get to. I, this is something that I have done for years because I had someone speak this into my life and I was like, I want to try that. Anytime I'm cleaning or I'm wiping something down, I literally, in those moments, I'm thanking God for those things. So I'm wiping and I'm dusting or I'm doing dishes. Lord, thank you for these dishes that we get to eat off of, that I get to clean. It's going back to that mindset that we talked about last week and just filling those good thoughts with what God has gifted us with. And those beautiful things will then manifest in us and then to our husbands and then yep. to our kids. To, like we were just talking about, like your attitude will change as you are doing those tasks. Yeah, I mean, it truly does make a difference in mm-hmm. looking at those mundane, everyday things. And if you're being thankful for them, it changes everything. Yes. So we have an exercise for you. Yep. And if you want to do it right now as you're listening, because this might be the only moment you have <laughs> without kids, do it right now. Or just write it in your phone in your notes. Take some time right now and say, what are the top three pain points that I struggle with in my home on a daily basis? Yep. Maybe it's something we've already talked about. The laundry. Maybe it's the bathrooms. Maybe it's meal prepping, yep. like dinner and things like that. Maybe it's getting help from your family, like feeling like you're the only one doing the cleaning or just cleaning in general. 
It could be yard work. It might be the shoes by the door. Mm. If it's a pain point, this was a personal one for us. Yeah. We had shoes galore by the door. And guess what? I could never open the door fully and I would get frustrated. Yeah. That was a pain point in our house. So we created a system to help minimize that. Yeah. Um, it might be the toilet paper always runs out. Like, let's create a system for that. Yeah. What are what are those pain points that are continuously showing up on a daily basis? And I would say, too, with that, don't overlook those things. Like, you might think, well, the toilet paper, it's not that's not a big deal. Right. We can we as moms, we're like, I'll just refill it or I'll put it on the right way or I was just going to say, <laughs> which when, is the right way. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Fold facing down. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's a big deal. But also, like I would say, too, with boys, I mean, let's be real, going to the bathroom in general yep. and keeping it in the toilet. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. But don't overlook those things because little things become big things. Yes. So when we continue to just like brush over them and say, well, that's not a big deal. I'm going to do this. Like, truly, you've got to start tackling those things. Your children can learn how to do things well. Your husband can also (laughs) learn how to do things well. Let's be real. (laughs) And you can ask for help. And again, it's not, I'm not blaming our children or husbands. I'm just saying like, if whatever those pain points are where you might just kind of, you know, fluff over them, I think they're important if it's a big deal to you or it's causing enough chaos in your like daily routines, yes, those are things worth tackling and working through. Yep. I was just going to say too, like as a homeschooling mom, we have tons of stuff everywhere, you know, curriculum, mm-hmm. <laughs> art supplies, <laughs> pens, pencils, scissors. I mean, our house, you know, I do my best to keep it in one area. We don't have a separate like homeschool room, which I love because I think that speaks to many people like you can truly homeschool no matter where you're at. And I hope that's encouraging if you're considering it. So I've had to set up systems for like where does everybody's curriculum go? And I've had to teach my kids like, okay, when you're done, you put it back here. Or yeah. so that's just another example too. If that or maybe if your husband or you are working from home in your office out of your home. Yes. That's, that'd be that's, another one too. Yeah, that's a really good one. Well, and and looking at, so you probably have some ideas now of like, yep, those are my three pain points, right? So let's, whatever those frustrations are that are happening daily, those are the three you should focus on first. We don't want you to feel overwhelmed when we're talking about this. And I can speak to this because I get super like overwhelmed and frustrated because I'm like, well, these 15 things need to be done. But Focus on those three. That is three. so unrealistic, too, I would say. It, it I mean, it truly is. Yeah, I it, think we all do it, but then we're setting ourselves up for failure. Yes. I know for me, if I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to do blah, 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 blah <laughs> this week. I've got it in my planner. I'm all ready. And then I start and I fail because let's be real, I'm going to fail. I'm the type of person that just quits. Right. That's just my yep. personality. Like, if I can't do it well and do it right, I just like quit. <laughs> Right. So then I'm just failing every week. And that's what we don't want you to be doing is we want you to take these three top frustration points and say, how are we going to shift? How are we going to create a system around this to see if it helps? And you might actually have to try for that one pain point. You might have to try two or three different things until it clicks. Right. And then, then the ball starts going and you right. just, the wheels start turning. And you're like, yes, this actually is not a problem anymore. Right. 
But if you do nothing, nothing's going to change. Either. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they say what? It takes 21 days to create a habit. Yes. So commit to it. Even if it's if you're the type of person, just pick one thing. Like if three things seems overwhelming, yep. pick one. I know for me, I would just say meal prep and like meals and making sure dinner's ready. That's like a huge pain point for me. Mostly because I'm very indecisive when it comes to what I what sounds good to eat and my husband will tell you he's like don't ask me we eat what you know Andrea wants to eat (laughs) I mean it's just it is what it is and I'm picky you know I want um it just depends on the day but what's helped me is meal prep and meal planning so on the weekends I literally get my little planner out and I write out you know what we're gonna have for dinner every week now I will say that's failed and so my husband's helped me problem solve that and be like well let's hold that loosely like where you write in your meals each week but like we're not committed to it but at least we have the meals I mean and this is I'm, I'm sure a lot of I mean maybe people don't do this I would think a lot of people do this but then I would get my groceries for that Mm-hmm. week and then we have everything if I can't cook my husband knows what we're having and then I created like a document in um, an editing program that I hang on the fridge and it just says what each meal is every night so that everybody can look at it and see it and that has just helped tremendously and I can say that after I did it for like a month straight it stuck where it was like this works this helps eliminate frustration I'm more joy fueled in, in terms of this dinner's ready my family seems happier with the system but I will say I do miss the boat sometimes on it and I can just tell it just creates so much frustration for me especially sure when I haven't planned or prepped or we don't have the groceries to make that meal that day Mm -hmm. or something so like that for me was I was so determined to make that switch and I had to just do it and commit to it I know my mother-in-law too I admire her because she used to my husband had a grew up in a family of seven and she homeschooled as well all of the children and her system was she always had a little (laughs) I'll never forget it she always had a little calendar on the side of her fridge and she had all of her meals planned for the whole month Mm -hmm. and then she prepared them all before that month and then put them in the freezer and I I know right like I've told them I'm like I wish I could do that I mean and let's be real I could if I was really committed to it but I mean what a great idea And then she would just, it would be like the main dish, so like lasagna or something. And then she'd always keep, you know, fresh fruit and veggies on hand. So then she'd make a side dish that night with that meal. Yes. That is genius. Like that's a system that worked for them. And it probably helped eliminate a ton of frustration Mm -hmm. for the day. Right. So I keep talking about food and (laughs) now we're hungry. (laughs) Meal prep, yeah, but probably just because that was a huge pain point in in our days and and, for me. And whether you work at home, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you work outside of the home, I feel like that one for moms is a big deal. That really is. No matter where you stand on your what you do during the day. And our homes all look different. We have to remember that, that we all have our own systems that work for us, but we have to lean on each other and say, you know what, maybe I'll try what they're saying. And just give it, it, you guys, whenever you try something new, it's never going to go perfect either. So just give yourself some You'll probably have a lot of pushback, to be honest. Yes. If we're looking at things through spiritual eyes, if we're trying to do something that's going to better our Mm -hmm. home or better our family life or lead to more more joy and peace, we have an enemy out there. Scripture says that. 
That's right. And I'm telling you, that enemy is out, we've said this before, to steal, kill, and destroy. And so you're probably going to have some hiccups with your new systems. You're probably going to have some (laughs) frustration, some pain points, but don't give up on them. That's right. Push through that. Yes. And, and then evaluate after you get those three pain points, you know, you have to evaluate some of that and understand like, well, what are the ages of your kids and what would work well for them to maybe help out? You know, are you teaching inside the home? Are you, do they need backpacks? I mean, obviously we're in summertime right now, but this is still something to consider with creating these systems. And then look at those three, or maybe it was one, whatever you decide to do, however many, what are the expectations that you're going to put and are they too high Mm, or is it expectations that maybe you could you could then start to talk to your kids about and we're going to do this together and make it a team effort i know when i even with my little boys if i make it a team effort like you guys get to feed your dog now as a team together one holds the door while the other one scoops the food and holds the bowl and anytime i use that word team they're all over it if I'm just like, go feed the dog, guys, they they won't do it. They're just like, no, we're playing. You know, they just they push back. But when whenever this camaraderie comes around, it's this, like, shift that happens for them. So maybe it's some of those, you know, maybe, like you were talking about, getting your husband involved with yeah. whatever you feel like this is a pain point. Maybe you ask him, are there pain points that may help you to get out the door quicker for the day? Or when you come home, is there some pain points that we could help with? Ask him and let him give some insight to that as well so that you guys can work as a team together. Yeah. On that, I'll just say as a quick little example, that was something my husband would come home from work and usually the house is a bomb because let's be real, we live there. Um, (laughs) And he's not, I mean, he's not a mean dude or like he did, you know, he doesn't, he didn't come home angry, but like I could just tell that it was probably hard for him to come home from work. You know, they're working all day and then he'd come home and I could just tell the mess would maybe wake him out a little bit. Um, (laughs) and he was never mean about it, but I just, again, because I want to serve him well and serve my family well, we put in a system now where at four o'clock every day we stop everybody. Okay. We stop. Mm -hmm. And then everybody has a a task or a role. We pick everything up, we put it away. And this isn't like we don't scrub, you know, top to bottom, (laughs) but we all pitch in to help create a peaceful space so that when he comes home, it's not chaos. Well, you're setting that temperature for when he walks in the door. That's beautiful. I love that. Right. And again, it doesn't happen every day, but we've, we've, pretty much committed to it and it's funny I always think if someone walked in here at this time you know there'd be vacuum cleaners going off and you know kids running around and people you know just (laughs) dishwasher being unloaded I mean again and we all pitch in all of my children are expected to help because it's a team effort that's right I'm not the only one who lives there they do too and I want them to carry on these systems too I want them to understand the importance of systems in place and stewarding well what they've been given too That's good. So I would say, too, just in terms of putting these systems into place, um, some practical tips would be like planning on a certain day. So if you're meal prepping or if you're planning activities for the week or looking at ahead during the week, like pick a day that works for you. The other thing, too, is like even let's say like your finances are difficult, like budgeting or paying bills, like pick a day that works. And Mm -hmm. like that day is when you're going to sit down and organize. Yes. And even if you can have an hour pocket of time without the kids I mean let's be real us moms can probably get 10 times more done when we don't have the kids around just to think and be like okay what can we 
what can we do here for the planning of this next week? Yep. So take that time to plan on a certain day. And I would encourage you to keep that day the same day every week. Like get into that habit of like this time on this day is when mom plans or preps for what she needs for the next week to Mm -hmm. set yourself up for success. We have to, this is going to require discipline, you know, on our part. Nobody else, it's not anybody else's responsibility to make us discipline ourselves (laughs) to make sure these things are happening. Like we've been saying, you mama set the temperature of your home. Mm -hmm. You set the tone, you set the encouragement and the joy. So pick that day for yourself or that time and plan. That's right. Another one we've already talked about is grocery shopping. Yep. I just mentioned, you know, having backpacks set out or even clothes set out if you've got littler ones that you want to pick clothes out for um, or let them do it the night before. That way it's not this rush in the morning. That's a big one. I think especially for if we have working moms listening or during the week when you are in school, like the morning, I remember, I mean, that's one of the, (laughs) that's one of the big reasons why we continue to homeschool is because I love slow mornings, but like mornings were chaotic, like Mm -hmm. getting out the door, making sure everybody has what they need. So I think for sure having bags packed the night before, lunches, clothes set out, so it just creates a more peaceful, joy-filled morning is a big one. Yes. And even in the summertime, you can still do that. Yep. Like, if you know the next day you're going to be out running errands, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be going to the pool, like, pack your snacks, pack your lunches so you're just ready and you're not running around the next day with hungry kids. Yes. (laughs) Because you don't have... (laughs) Yes. Again, it seems so, you know, mundane to talk about, but I think it's a a big deal in helping your day just run more yep. smoothly. And the other thing that I do too is I make sure I look at the weather. Yes. I'm, I'm dressing them appropriately because we've been out so many times where I forgot a sweatshirt and we needed a sweatshirt or whatever that might look like. Or if you have the capability to just even have an extra set of clothes for those layers, things like that, you know, just using that time to plan. Yep. And I would say, like we said, make one change and just commit to it. Even if it seems overwhelming, Again, commit to the Lord, seek him daily. Yes. You know, hang reminders around to remind yourself like why you're doing this. You want to become a more joy-filled mama. You don't want to look like the world. Yes. Not like Instagram. Right. Right. (laughs) You want to be set apart and look different and and be different. It's not going to be perfect. And we want to reference um, a verse here. Actually, a few verses. It's in James 1, 6 through 8. And it says, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world Mm. and they are unstable in everything they do. Mm. Guys, this goes to exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. You don't want the chaos. You don't want the unstableness to be present. Yes, it's there sometimes. And yes, we can correct and shift. But when you talk about when it, I mean, it literally, the word just said that you will not receive anything and Mm. you should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Mm. If we are not steward, it goes back to stewarding what we have right now and looking at these systems in our homes Mm -hmm. and saying, you know what? I can do this and I want to do this because we just read it right there. Like you don't want this division either between what's actually in your home and how it's running and what you're maybe living in as you're scrolling Instagram. Right. 
Right. It's so unhealthy, mm-hmm. and we want you guys to thrive and truly have that joy-fueled motherhood every day. Yeah. And so this is those practical things. Yep. So, you know, you mm-hmm. can we, – we both do this as families, which is so fun, is having family meetings. And you share with the kids, you know, we're going to try something new and – we're going to work as a team like we just talked about and have that common goal together and set it together, have them participate in it. Maybe you show them how to do it during that family meeting so that when it actually comes time to say, hey, you need to go get this done, they already know how and you're not breaking through your day and saying, well, i got to show you now. Mamas, you might have to show your husband how to because yep. I've done that before and they actually appreciate that because yep. they know that they're doing it in such a way that it's going to make you happy. They know that they're doing it right and that everyone's going to be like, okay, we're in this together. Right. This is so laughable for me because my husband is probably listening and giggling because he knows exactly (laughs) what I'm talking about. But truly, he will tell you, it has been such a lifesaver in our marriage too, just like communication. Absolutely. On this specific like issue, whatever it is that we have, that we're like, we're just like not coming together in this we're so divided still that we just he thinks it looks this way and I think it looks the other way and then I'm mad at him for it not looking this certain way or whatever yeah yeah so well and that's the thing don't we don't want you to hear like you're the only one that has to make all these changes to make it all run smoothly right you're not I do think it's going to take us moms and this is just me speaking from experience in my home it is going to take for me it took me you know it takes me recognizing a situation that seems chaotic and saying okay i need to we need to fix this yes now i don't just fix it myself our children are required to do a lot of things around the home they have chores they have responsibilities and we don't pay them for their chores like we have told them the expectation is that you are a part of our family, so you will do these things around the house. That's just an expectation. Yes. We don't pay them for that. We pay our children in other ways. We reward them in other ways. But again, it's important to make sure that, and from all ages, like mm-hmm. your two-year-old can help. Absolutely. Your five-year-old can help. Your 12-year-old, your 18-year-old can help. I mean, truly, if, they're, if you have children living in your home, everyone should have a job. That's right. If not more than one job. And that makes everything run smoothly. You know, like for my both my 12-year-old and my 8-year-old, every morning we like literally run our dishwasher every single day. Mm-hmm. That is no joke. And we usually do it at night because they know the first thing when they wake up, they unload the dishwasher. And it just makes the whole day go more smoothly because the dishwasher is unloaded. I usually, if I, you know, I then we load it again and then it just eliminates that chaos that can happen in the kitchen. You don't get the piles of dishes in the dishwasher or in the sink. It's in the dishwasher where it needs to go already. Right. And it's just a system that I put in place to just help our day. And it works. The kids now get it. They don't grumble. They just do it. And it's beautiful. And they're capable of doing it. They absolutely are. They know that like when they're, another one is when their laundry baskets are full, it is their job to bring it down to the wash. And actually I've We've taught our 12-year-old how to do laundry. So he does his own laundry, but they know to bring it down. And if they don't, they don't have clean clothes. And then Mm -hmm. that's on them, you know? So we've, because I don't think, for me personally, I should have to go to everybody's room, check their laundry. And that's just my conviction in my home. Those are just systems that work that for us, that I've identified that were pain points that now we have systems in place and they work beautifully. That's great. And if anything, I feel like when my kids launch... You know, they're, they're going to be responsible children and they're going to have, they'll be contributing in their homes in ways that are needed to help their homes 
run better too. Yes, that's so good. And you mentioned, you know, even your two-year-old can have little jobs. That is so true. And one thing that we started in our home, because I've had such little ones, and we have a two-year-old right now, but even when Bear was that age, is having some type of like chart or something Mm, that they can, a visual that they can see and they know what it means. You know, if it's helping unload the dishwasher, they can pull, like we had this cute little chart where they could pull these little squares off and each square had a different picture of what they knew that they needed to help with. And the cool thing about it is when you start that young with them is I have seen where, you know, even if it's brushing their teeth and they get to pull that off of their their chart you start to get in that habit with them of then them gaining more responsibilities and you give them more things to do but even just starting there to get them in the habit of oh I need to make sure I I finished this task or I completed this and then maybe next time next year we'll add something different when he's three or you know whatever that might look like but it's really just about those habits we're talking about habits Mm -hmm. in us as mamas but start your kids young if they're still young and it's never too late it really isn't you can start them at any age but if they are young start them and get them in that habit because they will they'll thrive and they love it they actually enjoy it yeah children thrive on that that type of system and visual too you know when they can see those visuals that's a big deal yes but I would definitely say um one thing that would that I know I would do in these situations is find a scripture that speaks to Mm -hmm. my heart and I would just like hang it up somewhere in the home so I could see it we picked out Psalm 37 5 commit everything you do to the Lord trust him and he will help you Mm -hmm. so again Commit your days to the Lord. Commit your laundry to the Lord. Commit your routines to the Lord. Commit your meal prep. All of your things. Commit your children. All of that. Commit it to the Lord. And trust him and he will help you. That is a promise given to us. And we have to trust that promise. So in that, when you're committing and you're talking about, you know, making these commitments and changes and... We talk about in our home, we've, we actually created this when Jeremy and I first started dating and we've implemented into our business now too. Again, you guys, it, it goes back and forth. So you can even implement some of these if you are working right now too. But, you know, we're talking about bettering your home, bettering your systems, bettering the chaos into this more beautiful joy-filled day. And we talk about this being 1% better mm. every day. Mm. We strive to be 1% better every day. And first and foremost, for God, for our family, for ourselves. But we want to commit to this excellence that we can show our kids and that can be reflected to others in our home. Like, I mean, it goes so far and that ripple effect goes so far. But what the concept is, is 1% better every day. If you strive to just change one tiny little thing and just 1%, you look at the end of the month you're 30% better if you worked on that every day. Mm. Well, if the month has 30 days, let's well, be yeah. <laughs> But if, and then if you look at the year, like if you're striving to just be 1% better every single day, you're 365% better yeah. than you were the year before. Yeah, that's and when good. you look at just that minute 1%, you know, the great visual when you think about that is if you are trying to get from point A to point B, and if you're off one degree, you're going to be completely off of your point B point. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, when you're looking at that trajectory, if you were wanting yep. to go somewhere with a, with your family and, you know, even just looking at going somewhere in your day, how your day runs, 
it's gonna look different if you just start to move the needle just a little bit. So even writing that up, like, you know, 1% better today, That's a 1% better. Yeah, I would say if you're a visual person, that would definitely be something that you would want to do because that would help you yeah. visualize where you're going. I think sometimes it helps, obviously. Yes. Like, again, I mentioned a planner. I think we all, I mean, let's be real. I always have to put everything in my phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I love my little planner. And yes. actually, one thing that helped me too um, is, and I saw the planner that I am getting this year, they showed it like sitting on the counter. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's genius. Like I got a cute little, you know, recipe holder wood stand, but I put my planner on it because then yes. I can just look at it every day. Otherwise, let's be real. I'd write in that pretty little thing, but then I fold it up and I put it on the desk or wherever. Out of sight, and, out of mind. Yes. Yeah, so yep. I've kept it on my cu- counter and I've committed to that. And I mean, it doesn't mean we followed all the plans for the day and the week, but it's been nice to like look at throughout my day to help keep me on track for what, right. I, what I need to get done. And when you see your counter... You're talking about your kitchen yes. counter because kitchen counter. we keep ours in kind of a similar area in yeah. the corner, but it's where we find ourselves a Ugh. lot of the day. The majority and so of the day. when you're looking around, like where is that space that you are in a lot right? and find something visual that you can put up, whether it's a planner or even just something that says, hey, reminder to look at something and it's reminding you right there in front of you. Yes. Maybe it's the fridge. Maybe it's your bathroom mirror. I don't know where that spot is for you, but find that spot and create your own little system around it. Yep. So it's that visual that we were talking about. Yep. The other one, speaking of, is accountability with a friend. Yep. Find that community be in prayer together about Mm. these things because there is going to be some of those hard days and there's going to be some of that pushback that we talked about earlier. You have to be praying for each other. And I know we do this a lot and we lean on each other. You know, if you've got a system in place that might be something good that I should implement, I ask about it and I'm like, you know what? We'll try it. Right. Sometimes it doesn't work in our home and that's okay. It doesn't mean my home has to look like yours. Right. And as you're listening, that's the same goes for you. Your home doesn't even need to look like ours. We are just trying to get you to think and get you to actually do. And we want to see you guys doing these changes so that you can have these joy-fueled days and this joy-fueled motherhood that we're all longing for and want and thrive off of, really. For someone like, for my personality, it actually helps me to think of my days at home as a job and not to like have that negative connotation of like working, but because I thrive on like accomplishment and reward. So like, it's, it's like exciting for me to feel like, okay, we're going to try to accomplish these tasks for the day or like, you know, we're going to follow a meal plan for the week. And when I do it, like I get excited because it's like, you know what I mean? And yes. that's just for me and my personality and how I thrive. And if you're not task-oriented, like if that's not something that fuels you, like crossing the things off the list, right. and maybe you're more of a free spirit, like look at the things that you see that is going to fuel you. Maybe it's you seeing your kids helping out. Maybe that makes you so happy or them learning something. You know, whatever that might look like, look at those things and use that as your fuel as you're creating these new tasks or creating these new systems in your day-to-day. Right. And of course, like we talked about last week, you know, make it your anthem, your battle cry to the Lord, that simple mind shift thought of, I get to do this. Thank you, Lord. You know, like I Uh, get to be home with my kids or I get to steward my kids. I get to steward my home. I get to create these systems. (laughs) I get to clean up. I mean, 
we have to make that mental shift because that matters. It changes how we then go about our days and how we go about our mothering. And let me just say this. You just said this. When you steward what the Lord gives you now, then the increase comes. Yeah. The increase of joy, the increase of whatever you want to fill in the blank with. He will provide it. Yeah. When you steward what he's given you already. He can't yes. he can't give you more if you can't handle what you already have. Right. Which brings us to 2 Timothy 1:14, which says Guard through the Holy Spirit who dwells in us the treasure which has been entrusted to you. Mm. So everything you have, your children, your family, your home, food on the table, it's a treasure. And it's been entrusted to Mm. you. And we are called to steward them well. And the other verse we want to leave you guys with today is Proverbs 16.3. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will will Mm. succeed Mm -hmm. that is a promise from god right there maybe that's the one thing you need to write in your home yeah that you see your like your plans will succeed he's going to help you through this he's going to help you through those daily tasks that may be a little more difficult just it does say your actions though we have to act on these things we have to realize their pain points we have to act on them we need to pray about them and then they will succeed. Yep. Amen. We will have joy-filled days. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to our episode today. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. Uh, We would love for you to recommend the podcast to any family or friends that you think would love and enjoy this message. If you loved this message, we would love for you to go write a review for us. Um, That would be so helpful and would so bless us. And of course, make sure you're following us over on Instagram. You can find us at Joy Fueled Motherhood. Thank you guys for listening to the Joy Fueled Motherhood podcast with your hosts, Andrea and Brooke. We hope you've enjoyed our conversation today. And as always, remember the joy of the Lord is your strength.